It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Following the announcement uh, in August of the closure of the Appery Living Nursing Home in Belgoody, families of residents are now facing complete chaos with the news that the closing date of the facility has been brought forward. Fine Gael Senator Tim Lombard joins me to share some of the family's uh, concerns. Good morning to you, Tim. Good morning. Um, okay, when was it to close and what is now the new closure date? Okay, so look, they were given six months there last August to close, so it was supposed to close in, I think it was, um, look, while that be that, toward, toward the end of the year. Um, the problem here is that they received a text message to the majority of the families um, on Thursday evening, giving them the, uh, telling them that uh, HICWA had agreed that they would close it by the end of October, which was literally only a three-month period that they were given from the original closing date and given literally three weeks to find suitable accommodations for their loved ones. So it really did catch them totally um, blind beside it. And like I'm talking to families that have patients that need special needs, uh, special care, dementia patients in particular, and like we're stuck in the scenario that they are struggling at this moment in time to find a suitable place for their loved ones and a suitable place in location that they can access as well. So it really is a really tough story, tough case. And it um, has come, I mean, the the initial announcement of the closure came like a bolt out of the blue. I remember it back in, back in August, but at least there was well, down the six months to do something about it. But this, a text message you're saying families got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So text messages, how they were communicated by the actual management company that runs the actual care home. Um, they don't actually own it. They were corresponded us saying they don't own the property, they only run it. Uh, they run it on nine properties as well, which I think they might own, but I can't be sure of that. Um, so, like, the issue here is they literally got text messages on Thursday saying that their date had been brought forward to the end of October. Did they give and a they, reason why? 
they said HICWA had approved the following. And I think the HICWA statement kind of put me thinking, why was HICWA involved in this to the degree of approving it? HICWA originally said there was a six-month um, timeline. And literally, we only came across a report overnight that was published by HICWA on the 17th or 18th of May regarding um, an inspection that happened there. And like there's serious compliance issues, to say the very least, regarding that report, a 37-page report. So um, I think all this will come out in the wash. Um, I'm not quite too sure what the full story here is, but HICWA seem to have moved in, and there seems to be a move here now to close this home faster than what was de- determined previously. So can can we can you point the finger blame at HICWA? Do you think HICWA are are insisting no, that it closes? I, I think HICWA are looking at this regarding issues regarding fire safety, regarding monetary money, regarding patients, regarding management, regarding staffing levels. I think there's a a serious issues of non-compliance within the home at the moment that are being seriously looked at by HICWA. Um, I'm not sure exactly why they moved it forward, but if you read the 37-page report that literally came to my possession yesterday, it uh, gives me the impression there's a lot more to the story than we're, we're actually seeing at the moment. Okay, so and would you be surprised? We, we've heard from one of the families uh, when, we, when we mentioned that we were going to be discussing it today, somebody who doesn't want their name um, uh, to be identified, which, which is fine to say. Our mother has been uh, in the, this particular nursing home for a number of years in Belgooli. Neither myself or my sister were contacted read the closure back in August until a few weeks ago when my sister got a phone call to ask about the progress of finding another home for my mother. My sister informed them that we hadn't received any call and it was brushed off. Oh, sorry about that and nothing more. We we can't look after our mum as we don't have the room and are not equipped. We both work into families of our own and she needs a lot of care. We're now left worrying uh, as to where she'll go as other nursing homes that we've checked out are either full or have long waiting lists. Are, are you hearing similar stories to that? Oh, completely. Like I have terrible stories. Like, like I've taken the opportunity to write into other nursing homes looking for um, accommodation for some the people that have contacted me. Um, we've had issues regarding communication, both management, both staffing levels, um, continuous worry regarding the the loved ones of patients that are in the satural unit for the last few weeks and months in particular. Um, like there's a story that'll come out here that I'm not fully sure of, I've an idea, that will be published in time. But at the moment, it's about trying to make sure we get a suitable location for these patients that need to be moved. OK, um, I know so it's a 68 bed nursing home. Mm-hmm. Have you the up to date figures on how many people are there, say, this morning? No, we know it's considerably reduced. That's okay. the word I got well, literally well ago, considerably reduced. A lot of patients have moved out. An awful lot of staff went for interviews last, yes, last Monday uh, to other nursing homes. So there's an exodus of staff as well, which is really concerning. My big worry here is that we'll have a scenario that staff will leave before the patients. Oh my God, you that can't staff would, That's That staff will, yeah. have a, will find a scenario that they'll think their nurse home is closing in October, they'll go into interviews and they'll be leaving tomorrow morning. And that's the big fear that the patients, families have at the moment, that the staffing levels won't be appropriate there. Like even when you read the Hickory report from last May, the person who was in charge of the actual premises on that day was leaving two days later. So this, they were leaving before the actual announcement of the actual closure. So there's been some, there's been major issues regarding the home in many ways regarding what Hickwa said in that, that report. And subsequently, they went away then and they announced their closure and now they brought forward their closure by three months. Which is causing this complete yeah. panic and, and, and chaos and is, for families. I think that word panic is really important. There is complete panic there regarding it. 
it, but even even if local, uh, and I'm very conscious of them being local nursing homes because people want their loved ones to be close by so that they can go and visit, and the residents, the, the, the patients, or the residents themselves want to live in an area that where they know other people and where their families can call in and, and out them. But even if there was sufficient bed capacity in local nursing homes they mightn't be able to give the appropriate level of care. It isn't always as simple as moving from one nursing home to, say, the nursing home across the road if there was one. No, and what you're finding is that the complex cases are the issue. I think that's where we are at the moment, where patients are high dependent, might need, might be dementia patients or other patients of that nature that might need special um, care at these new nursing homes. Trying to find a location for them has been the real issue for me. And that's where I'm struggling at the moment. And I think that's really where we are with trying to find locations. And like, I'll give an example of this lovely lady on to me and she says she'll go in your her husband, but she doesn't go through the tunnel. She just can't handle the new oh, round on the other side of the tunnel. And I, so we're looking for one at the south side of the city kind of heading. She'll go to Bantry, but she won't go through the tunnel tunnel she has a line in her map that she won't go through so you'd be surprised there's barriers within people's own minds of where the actual loved ones can go as well and they're very obvious because we're dealing with people of a certain generation and you know like the tunnel's a tough one in many ways even for me like you know yeah, I'd so, be, uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be with that woman. I'm not, I'm not great about driving through the tunnel uh, myself. Okay, so, um, but what about Hikwa now or the HSE? Have they a role? Can they help out in any oh, way? Yeah, I think Hikwa are regularly their their jobs to regulate it. So they're obviously brought with the report they published in May. They brought forward major recommendations. They have huge issues with how the place has been run. Like even on the fire safety side of things, it was 14 actions had to be done. In the previous report, there was only 12 of them. There was uh, none of them actually looked at. In fact, there was 12 of them hadn't even been addressed. So, And there was issues with money and monetary issues as well, management and staffing levels. So the HICWA report in this was quite significant. So HICWA are there to regulate it, and that's what they've done. Okay. I think the HSC here now have a job to do regarding trying to make sure that the patients that are high dependents um, need this location, that they need to find the location that's suitable for them. And like we've been onto the HSC, we've been onto senior members of the HSC both yesterday and today about this as well. People trying to find locations because that's the element here. We have to make sure that people actually find uh, suitable accommodation in the next three weeks. And three weeks is a very, very, very short space of time. Um, like one thing is sure about this. This wasn't about money. This was about how it was being run. And I think that was very, very obvious when you read the report. But these, we, I mean, are we looking at a scenario where some of these residents could end up homeless? Quite possibly. I think that's my biggest fear in life. That's my biggest fear for these, some of these patients. And some of these patients cannot go back into their where they were previously because they have deteriorated, unfortunately. They, you know, it just wouldn't work. They need to have a setting that's appropriate for their care. And that involves, you know, having 24 care around them to make sure they can be safe in that environment itself. And I think that's the real thing. And the other thing is, families who have put their loved ones in these kind of settings, um, they need, like, it, it's a big, big ordeal to do it. Mm. And now they're, now they're in that scenario that they must find another suitable setting that suits the care needs for their actual mother or father yeah, or whoever. And, and let's, not, let's not take away uh, either that for, the, for however many, I don't know if, they, if it was full uh, at 68, the full capacity of beds, but uh, for, for the residents, 
it's been their home. I mean, that that lady who contacted us along with her sister it said that their mum has been in there for a number of years. It, it is home to that woman. I would often attended events there over the last maybe pre-COVID in particular. Um, and it was a, a lovely setting that really had this home environment tied into it. And I think that's the word home is the big issue here. Like, you know, it really was what says in the tin. It was a, a home for these people. It was their place of, that's where they resided. And they're effectively moving and they're effectively changing that environment at a very, very late stage in life. I feel for the families. Like, I just think this is the most emotional thing you could be involved in because these people have done so much for their parents and for their loved ones and for their husbands. And those are in a scenario that they're struggling to find a location for them in a very, very short space of time. And we yeah. have to find location. Like okay, and you, you say you're in contact with uh, nursing homes. Any nursing homes listening that have any any bed capacity, um, I take it they can liaise with you because you've got a list of families who are really, really struggling. Absolutely. Okay. Just trying to make sure we can find homes from home. All right. Okay. Keep us updated, uh, Tim. In the meantime, thank you for that. God bless. And uh, thanks for joining us. That is uh, Fianna Gael, West Cork Senator Tim Lambert. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.